0: Hawkeye self-storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, hawkeyestorageunits.com. This is Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger. Alan is a Hendricks County native that talks with your favorite entertainers. This is where Alan hangs out with Music Royalty. Sights and Sounds is sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And now your host, Alan Kiger. This is
1: Sights and Sounds. I'm your host, Alan Kiger, and my guest today is Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Kenny, how's your day going? It's going pretty good. How about you? My day's great. I'm speaking to you. It's beautiful, sunny day here in Indiana.
2: Yeah, the weather's pretty good. I'm down in uh, in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Uh, you know, I had to clarify that because, you know, I recently played a show in Nashville, Indiana, and I, I don't know that I was actually aware there was a Nashville, Indiana, but they got a
1: really great music venue there that we played recently. But I'm down in Tennessee, and the weather's great. Well, you played down in Nashville, Indiana at the Brown County Music Center, and I think the night before, you played in the Paramount up in Anderson, if I'm correct.
2: Yeah, we've made quite the uh, the tour of the state of Indiana this year. We have played more shows in the state of Indiana this year, I think, than ever in my career. And, uh, you know, I actually... Think that's a really great thing because you know I have very vivid memories of like the very first time I ever played like Indianapolis my on my first tour when I was you know 18 years old 17 years old and and played this little club that was like in a shopping mall and I just remember getting such a warm reception and from the very first show and over all the years that I've been doing this so I, you know I really love coming to the state of Indiana
1: wow I wish I could think that was a been a while ago what what Place would have been inside of a shopping mall. I don't. I don't somebody,
2: remember. I, I saw somebody recently, uh, and they were like, they said they were at the show and they knew the name of the place and everything. They were like, I was here the first time you you played in town at so and so, and I'm like, is that the place that was in the shopping mall? And they're like, yes, but I can't remember the
1: name of it. I think that was in the shopping mall downtown Indy. Now that it I'm sure, probably sitting. was. I, I think so. Well, that wasn't part... But, so you're playing a lot here in Indiana, and you've got three shows coming up here in Indiana here in just a little... about a, about a week from now. Uh, I want to tell the listeners about that. You're going to be playing Elkhart September 29th. You're going to be playing Caesars Southern Indiana September 30th. And you're going to be playing Victory Theater in Evansville on October 1st. Kenny, what should... Uh, people that are coming to the show what should they expect and if they've only got you know how times are a little tough people only got so much money to see a see a show maybe it's the only one they see that year what what would you say to them to get those people that are maybe riding the fence or they're you know they haven't decided which show they're going to go to what would you tell them
2: well you know mainly our thing is is that we pride ourselves. We've got a, a, a career going on 30 years, and it's been built off of two things. Well, three things, really. Great albums, uh, even better live concerts, and a tremendously loyal fan base. Those are like the three major components. But, um, you know, we we pride ourselves on the live concerts because people hear our records and they think the records are great. and Then they come see us play a concert, and, and they always say that the concert was even better than the record. And, uh, you know, if you love guitar music, if you like rock and roll, if you like blues, if you just like American music, I mean, that's what we do and that's what we do best. And and uh, I don't think we've ever walked away with a dissatisfied customer at the end of the night. And usually if you're coming to see us for the first time, uh, I would say for the most part, people become... Lifelong fans You know We've got a lot of people That have been around With us now Going on 30 years And, and I'm really proud of that And so You know It's a great show we're, we're going back In the set list now We're playing some stuff From an album That is Yet to be released We have a new record Called Dirt on My Diamonds Volume 1 That's coming out November 17th So We might be playing A song or two From that But then we actually Take people You know uh, On a little bit of a journey We do uh, some songs From our other most recent studio record called The Traveler, and then we go all the way back to the very first album, Better Heights, which was the
1: record that put me and my band on the map back in 1995. I think that's a pretty good explanation, listeners. Uh, That makes everybody, should want to make everybody go out and buy a ticket. Kenny, I want to touch on, you've got a new song on that new CD you've got coming out, Sweet and Low. Really cool song. What was your inspiration behind that?
2: Well, I mean, you know, ultimately, it's the main thing to me about that song is just is the groove, you know, the music just has such a hypnotic groove to it. And uh, but the actual lyrics, you know, it's just kind of... To be honest with you, like, it started that day where one of the guys I wrote the song with went to go get coffee on the way to the writing session and something about, you know, he went to go put sweetener in his coffee and that package of sweet lug was just speaking to him. And he was like, I think we can do something with that. So we, you know tongue and cheek just decided to write a song called Sweet and Low and, and it really is about a, a, a guy and a girl you know it's a relationship song but but it's a fun song and and everybody likes it hears it and to me it's it's really one of those tracks that we've done that I feel takes the blues music into the modern age
1: it does have that I, I agree 100 percent. it's got some of the modern stuff it's got the blues it's got horns I think a sax I can't remember all the stuff but I've I've listened to it a few times and really enjoyed it Kenny, I want to talk yeah. to you. Last time I interviewed you, it was before you did the Jim Irsay Band, Jim Irsay Collection in Indy in 2022. Went and saw that show. Phenomenal. Went again this year. Since then, I've had the opportunity to interview Carmela Ramsey and Michael Ramos. But that is such an exciting show. And this year, Jim added in Chris Angel. <laughs> How do you how, what are your thoughts when you come away from that show?
2: Well, you know Jim's assembled an all star band I mean it's kind of like putting together a football team, you know uh, he's really good at that, and uh, he's really good at putting a great band together and you know and and to be honest, I mean just straight off the bat, I have to let people know like. Everybody thinks of of him and they think football, but like this man is like, he's almost an encyclopedia of music. This guy has an an incredibly deep uh, knowledge and understanding about music, lyric history of various artists. And so I, I, I have a lot of respect for him and his musical background and understanding. So, anyways, he, he's put together an incredible band, uh, just like he's put together a great, uh, incredible football team over the years. And um, and everybody on the stage is a star in their own right, you know. And then we have the special guests that come and join us. This year, we had Ann Wilson, who did a, re- a return performance. Uh, we had Peter Wolf from the Jake Isles Band. Uh, and then we had... Uh, uh, oh, Steven Stills. And um, it was an amazing lineup, an amazing concert. And when, when, when it's all said and done, I mean, Jim does everything top-notch, right? So it's top-notch production, top-notch musicians, top-notch special guests, Hall of Famers. Um, you know, it, it's a great show, and we all walk away basically really elated. I mean, it's such a great experience, and we put it on for the fans, and it's an even, even better feeling because it's free. You know, he gives it away to the public. is one of his ways of giving back. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great experience and, and I'm really proud to be a part
1: of it. Well, I got to tell you from being there when, I mean the, the whole energy level, you're right there at the red line and Peter Wolf came out this year. I hadn't seen him before, man, it, it just switched it up a whole nother gear that was completely out of there. So I just wanted, I just wanted to talk to you about that. It's, it's an amazing show and to watch you up there playing that black Strat is really cool. Just just really cool. So fans, make sure you get out there. If there's an opportunity in any of your towns where the Jim Mercy Band comes, make sure you go see that show and check out that cool collection. Kenny, on your cover of the new CD you've got coming out, Dirt of My Diamonds, there's a Challenger all stripped apart. Is that a future project car or is that just... Just a car that got picked for the for the album.
2: It's actually a current project car. It's a, actually a 1970 Cuda convertible. Cuda, okay, and, sorry. Uh, it's, it's been, oh, it's fine. They're very similar cars, but they. Uh, it's been my longest automotive project to date because the whole COVID thing sidelined the the build of the car for two years. It was like, we had just gotten started on it and then COVID happened. And so then it just sat for two years and now we're slowly picking up the pace again. But, um, you know, the the whole album title, there's a title, there's a song called Dirt on My Diamonds. It's, it's a title track of the record and and it's a blues rocker, you know, it's it's really high energy. And, and uh, but the message of the song is really, you know, about... You know, accepting the imperfections, you know, and, and also, you know, seeing the diamond in the rough for, for its imperfections in this world that we live in today, where everybody, you know, with social media is just encouraging people to portray this like perfect, you know, picture perfect existence, which a lot of times is, has just been cobbled together with a bunch of filters and special effects, you know, and it's like, you know, this is real. And so the album, the album cover that car represents. You know, the work in progress, the diamond in the rough, the thing, that, you know, with all the flaws exposed, you know, and, and yet to be polished.
1: Uh, I'll tell you, that's that's a great example of what that is in the song also. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, I know you're into cars and that's one of your hobbies. Do you go out there and turn wrenches on them or is that something, you know, I'm just thinking guitar player. I used to be a mechanic. Good way to bust a knuckle lose a finger possibly. Is that something you get out there and do or does it bother yeah, you? I get yes. Yeah, no, I get my hands dirty, man. I love it's therapeutic for me. Like
2: whether it's like, you know, detailing uh my cars or, you know, taking things apart, putting them back together, um, the focus, you know, the absolute focus is really kind of like therapeutic for me. So uh it's definitely something that I love to do. There's certain things that there's there are things that I don't have the ability to do. I can't haven't learned how to weld yet although i would like to I don't, I don't do paint and body work and stuff but anything mechanical if i don't know how to do it i'm very mechanically inclined i'm a fast learner so i i, I like to get my hands dirty you know whenever uh, whenever possible for sure well
1: that's pretty pretty neat i like i like hearing that so i like getting out there and Detail on my car—it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've got—I've got some questions I want to ask you. That's just kind of a get-to-know-you for the listeners. Uh, not too personal, but—but but fun questions. Um, last time I interviewed you, I, I asked you one. I, w- I wish I wouldn't have, but if you're good for it, we'll—we'll we'll go for a few of those. Yes, go for it. If you had not been a musician, what other path down life would you have chosen for a career?
2: Uh I've always had the same answer. Uh, it would certainly be something. Uh, my first answer would be racing cars. Like I would have been a, you know, a racer of some sort. Um, but even if that hadn't worked out, it would certainly have been something to do with cars and
1: the automotive world. Okay, very good answer. Uh, do you and your family have any? I mean, holidays are going to be coming around the corner. Any holiday traditions that you stick to every year, whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas?
2: You know, we do like our, my family's kind of spread out uh, across the country. So, you know, really for for a while we were kind of doing the rotation thing, where you know one year we would spend Thanksgiving with my family and Christmas with my wife's family, and then flip it the next year. Um, things have been a little different over the past three years, just because we moved and you know COVID and all that stuff. So. Uh, but that's probably you know as much as 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 it as it comes down to it you know it's just trying to you know designate you know family uh, and make that a priority.
1: Okay. Um, how many guitars do you take on the road during a tour?
2: So it depends on the tour, the set list that I've come up with, and things like that. But I would say we average about twenty to twenty five guitars at any given time.
1: Okay. Very good. Where did you and your wife go on your honeymoon?
2: Oh wow! So we went to Costa Rica, and we made about three different stops throughout the entire experience. Um, but yeah, we we spent it in Costa Rica.
1: Okay. Now, if you was to get in your car, I think you're a CD man. What CD would you be playing? Who would be the artist? Well, in all honesty, right now, to be—and this is maybe a really cheesy answer—but I'm just being totally transparent. But I've, in every car
2: that I get into, I've been, uh, especially if it's a different vehicle, I've been listening to my yet to be released CD because I I always want to see what the finished product sounds like in a variety of different stereo systems, just to get an idea of, you know, how it's going to, how the fans are going to hear it. Right. So, um, because everybody's listening situation is different. So I've really been listening to my record a lot just to see how how it sounds coming through the speakers of different cars.
1: No, no, that's a good answer. If you don't like what you put out, you probably ought to not do it. So uh, what would be a go-to movie for you? One of your favorite movies that you've liked for many years, something that, you know, just always makes you feel good. You know, I've never been a huge movie buff. Um, I've always chosen music over
2: movies, but you know, there's, um, I don't, you know, I'm trying to think of like the most, like, you know, a movie that I've seen a million times or something like that. I mean, I guess to be honest with you, one of the movies that, like, you know, if there's nothing else to do and, and you just want to put something on and, you know, everybody's going to like it. Uh, the Princess Bride is usually a good one. That one kind of crosses. It, it, it goes over well with guys and girls, you know, so it's
1: kind of it's kind of foolproof. That's a, that's a good movie. That's a good answer. Now, you touched on something. This is not a question that I had, but when I asked you what you would have done had you not been a musician and you, you said possibly race car driver... Have you had any time behind the wheel? You know, taken any uh, classes or raced any professionally? You know, oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. I've taken several different uh, driving courses, uh, racing different racing schools and stuff. And I've I've taken several of my cars to the track. I, I wish I had more time to do it, to be honest with you, but I do it whenever whenever it makes sense. But yeah, I've raced multiple different tracks across the the country and had a blast doing it
1: okay well that that touches on something that i wanted to ask you from the last time i interviewed you you said you were trying to find that balance between being on the road being in the studio wife time family time with the kids have you have you found that balance is it still hard to to accomplish or are you there i think we got it
2: pretty good i mean we we kind of figured out that you know four weeks Five weeks out on the road is is the absolute maximum, you know, before everybody needs to come home and regroup for sure. Um, But I think we got a really good balance going on right now. It it feels like, you know, uh, my fans are not being neglected and and my family's not being neglected. So, you know, that seems like a pretty great
1: balance. Well, Kenny, I want to tell the listeners one more time. You're going to be in Indiana (laughs) for three shows, one coming up a week from this Friday september 29th in elkhart indiana september 30th at caesars in southern indiana and october 1st at victory theater in evansville indiana um i'm really looking forward to getting out there i'm going to be at the the caesars show kenny is there anything you want to tell the listeners before i let you go anything i haven't touched on
2: i just if you're already a fan we appreciate the support if you're not a fan or if you're, you know, curious about, well, the music we've been talking about today, you know, just look at one of those dates and, and consider coming out and letting us show you a good time.
1: Well, Kenny, thanks for being our guest here on Sights and Sounds. I know you, it's it's hard for you to get away and take the time to do this, but I really appreciate it. The listeners love it. Can't wait to air this show. Um, I'll see you at Caesars in Southern Indiana. And thanks so much for
0: taking the time. Thank you. You've been listening to Sights and Sounds with Alan Kiger, sponsored by Hawkeye Storage in Danville. And don't forget, if you miss a broadcast, you can hear the podcast at sightsandsoundspromotions.com, where Alan hangs out with music royalty. Hawkeye Self Storage in Danville has electricity hookups, 14-foot-tall doors, and 60-foot drive lanes, private bays, interior and exterior lighting with 24-7 access gated entry. They also feature indoor RV and boat storage with multiple locations in Danville and one in Pittsburgh. More information can be found by calling their phone number at 317-745-2700 or by going to their website, HawkeyeStorageUnits.com.